Hey, what's up, everyone, family, friends, people all over the world? Peace and love. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to the Get Money Life podcast, where I talk about a consciousness to health. Today, I'm going to share with you a short personal story about my life focusing on the path of health since I was an infant up to now, December 2021. I was born in the Philippines and my mom told me after birth I was put in some kind of incubator because I needed to get some phlegm sucked out of my lungs. I didn't know what the cause was but I was born like that. Growing up in the Philippines until I was about 5, when we moved to America, I was a very active kid. I rode my bike everywhere, I used to climb the trees with the neighborhood kids and my relatives told me that I was very physical, very active, running around all over the place. When we moved to America, my older brother was into basketball and my dad always put up a rim above our garage in all the houses that we lived at. So I played basketball a lot and I really loved basketball. I played it as much as I could. I loved watching it too. Lakers was a team my family liked. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Worthy, the 80s Lakers. I watched other teams too and other players. I was inspired by the short guys like me, Spud Webb, Muggsy Bogues. They all inspired me, all the point guards. And I was very inspired, motivated, and a very active kid at that time. Things started slowing down a little bit when I got into junior high school. I wasn't so interested in basketball as much. I guess it was because my ego was getting a hold of me. So I wanted to be in the popular crowd. And at that time and at that place, I was influenced by the kids doing graffiti. Doing graffiti was actually an active hobby, but doing it on public places made it an illegal hobby. I was active doing graffiti because we rode our bikes everywhere to write our names publicly so we could be known. We walked to a lot of places too, climbed climbed over some places and ran a lot. Uh, We ran a lot because, uh, you know, people would catch us riding and we would just try to run away from them. The graffiti ended because of a couple reasons. One is because I got caught stealing some spray paint and I felt real guilty about it, so I gradually stopped doing graffiti. I mean, I've, I've uh, shoplifted before that, you know, candy and stuff like that, but this this was the time when I got caught and I really felt really bad about it, so I uh, gradually stopped stealing and stopped uh, doing graffiti. And the second reason is because I think there was a lot of people also that got caught and they stopped too. So it was, and it was a trend. So the trend faded away and, you know, people find and create new trends. So the next thing for me was dancing. We called it grooving at the time. And then eventually I got into break dancing. It was kind of a strange shift from graffiti to break dancing, but the presence of energy and being active was still there. After the break dancing, which was close to the end of ninth grade, the energy and being physically active ceased. It ceased because the next thing I and we got into was not a trend, but somewhat a means to an end. I joined a gang. Not because it was a trend, but because I thought it was going to help me feel safe, secure, and feel belonged. I didn't grow up in a bad neighborhood, nor did I have bad parents. It was just an unexpected response to a family with four siblings and whose parents migrated from the Philippines and doing all they could to raise their children right. And on top of that, there were those bullies in our school, you know, the seniors who provoked us and who were probably jealous of us because we had a big crew. 
most of us were b-boys but there was a few of us who didn't break dance and there were they, they were more into like party crews at the time and the party crews at the time they weren't gang they weren't gang related but they um looked like gang they imitated gangs they had signs for their party crew their clothes were a little bit similar to gangs their cars were a little bit similar to gangs and um and those bullies at our school were from gangs and so they thought that the friends our friends who were in the party crews they thought they were from a gang too but they weren't because they didn't they didn't gang bang they didn't have they didn't uh, go around with guns and causing trouble or anything like that so you know we had that big crew and people liked us uh we did a big show in in high school one time uh, during lunchtime and it was real cool you know uh people liked us girls liked us and it was the first year of our high school where we were getting a lot of attention and i don't know but perhaps those senior high schools those bullies or those guys who were into in the gangs perhaps they were jealous of us i don't know but that's what happened we joined a gang and as as you might know with gangs comes alcohol, marijuana, drugs, crime, etc. And so the path of health disappeared. The gang activity went on until about the middle of our last year in high school. We were getting older, things happened, and we didn't want that to happen anymore. We learned a few things. You know, one of our friends, they passed away at 15 or like 16. He um, got ran over by uh, a car because, you know, he was he was causing trouble and that's what happened um may he rest in peace and then one of our other friends they went to a youth jail like a youth camp at 15 and we, we didn't see him for a long time and he got stuck in the revolving door and um a few a few of our other friends they dropped out of high school and things weren't going so well for um, a, a lot of our friends so fortunately the gang activity stopped but unfortunately, the bad habits remained. And I have to say the bad habits of the um, alcohol and the marijuana and drugs and a little bit of the crime uh, led me to prison. But prison is where the path of health came back. Obviously, I had a lot of free time and because of that, I picked up a few habits, playing chess, reading, and then of course, working out. I did some basic body workouts, but with no particular goal. Definitely didn't have any diet goals, but the consciousness of exercise sparked. When I got out, I continued having that health consciousness, but it wasn't a high level of health consciousness because I still ate whatever and smoked and drank, but I still went to the gym and played basketball, but with a great deal of struggle. The awareness of diet came to me, not through the workouts, but through religion. I was very interested in religion, in God. I learned about a vegetarian diet through the Rastafarian beliefs. Then I learned about a non-pork diet through the religion of Islam. I did become a Muslim, but I already quit eating pork before I converted because I heard Muslims didn't eat it and I thought I'd try it and just see what happens. Then in 2008, I met the woman who'd be my wife. And that's when the time my health got really bad not putting any blame on anyone or my wife because I was 29 and I believe that's an age where you should be able to make your own wise decisions but unfortunately I did it but what happened to me was of no regrets I met my wife and we traveled parts of the world ate whatever and whenever and enjoyed ourselves but the only problem was I didn't have a balance in my life at that time 
Seven years later, 2015, after two years of having my first child, I was in the worst health of my life. I weighed 181 pounds, around 82 kilograms, and I'm short, like 5'3". Throughout those seven years, I knew what was happening to me. And I knew I shouldn't go on risking my health. I wanted to change. I always thought about it, but I just couldn't do it. Until finally the day came when my thought about changing came with a vision, an image of the result. And then I was convinced. I was like, okay, like, like, it, like it almost happened. So it's December 2021 now, and these six years of living a healthy life through a consciousness to health has been, is, and will always be a struggle to stay on this path. It's a struggle because it's our mind that struggles. We know, but we need conviction to take action, and that's an everyday thing. Last time I checked the scale, I was 143 pounds, about 65 kilograms, but I don't really like checking the scale. I focus more on my abilities, physically and mentally what I can do what I can achieve you know and that's how I gauge my health condition and so within these six years I've learned a lot and I've gained the passion for life through health mentally physically and spiritually and what I've learned I want to share with others who are in the predicament I was once in through an online course that I designed on the getmoneylife.com the course starts in the beginning of any kind of journey in life through the mind in opening up your health consciousness the course gives you valuable knowledge and information on health instructs you on starting new simple and positive habits and gradually takes you through simple exercises as you realize a consciousness to health that's the end of this episode Thank you very much for your time. My name is Rafael Reyes. Check out the course on the getmoneylife.com. That's T-H-E-G-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y-L-I-F-E.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace, love, and prosperity to you and your family.